Today's daf is daf Chof Beis in Gittin. Lili Nishmas Norma Barish, who sadly was nifter yesterday suddenly. From the top of the page, the Turat says like this: We learned at the end of yesterday's daf, or actually, big topic of yesterday's daf was that you may not have an interim step between writing and the giving of the get. There can't be an interim step like having to cut it up. Mentioned the, 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 the so the end of the last case was let's say you write you wrote it on a on a planter, sitting on the ground, uh, and you give it to her. It's okay because you're not worried that you're going to break the planter because usually you're not going to break a planter. What's the point of breaking the planter? Just give her the planter. But let's say um, you wrote it on the leaf of the plant in the planter. Abayah says it's okay. Rabbi says it's possible. Rabbi says it's possible because we're afraid maybe you'll cut off the leaf and then give it to her. So um, that's normally the way it grows. And it's Marsha from Tosfus, according to Rabbi Tam, makes no difference if it, was, if it had a hole in it or not. And Michael asked about that yesterday. Tosfus actually brings down another shita that maybe the problem with giving something that had, uh, that if you have an interim step, is only if it's something that was, you're, you're changing it from its original pattern. For example, the, the horn grows on the, on the animal's head. You write it on the horn, then you break it off from its natural setting or you take the leaf off of a tree, or you cut the tree off. But let's say, say you had an enlarged piece of paper. Let's say you wrote the get on a very large piece of paper. And, you know, you wrote it part, and then there was a lot of paper there in between. You, you didn't need. You can cut off, you say, what do you need? It's a big paper, cut off the margin. Is that a problem or not? So there's a machlokas. Of course, Tosa says, according to Tosa's Rabbanu Tam, it's is a problem. There shouldn't be any process in between the writing and the giving, even if it's an unnecessary process. You see, even if it's not, or not taking it out of its normal setting. Understand? But according to other sheet, to know that that wouldn't be a problem. It's only a problem if you take something out of its normal growth. Anyway, that's the machlokas of the Yunafkimina. Is the case we talk about the potted plant that had a hole in it or not? You see, because if it, it the way the way we learn it doesn't make any difference if it got a hole in it or not. You, you, the problem is if you write it on a, on a leaf, we're afraid you're going to detach the leaf. Whether it, you know, say even if it's not growing in the ground, even if it doesn't have a hole yeah, in the potted plant. Uh, so if it's so exactly so the, the the point we saw we the point we see we're going to expand on that now is that. The earth is mechuber, but not the plant, not the planter. The planter is not attached. The planter is sitting, sitting there. You just lift it right up, right? It's not attached. The earth, the seeds, the, the, the plant is considered attached to the ground. So, he says, so, so, so here the problem is, is that you're giving her, here you're not giving her the, the, what she's divorced with, with is the planter. You wrote it on the planter, you give it the planter. The planter is not attached. So according to the way we said you can't be able to, it's made as if it's a hole in it or not. Because the problem is, it, the, the problem you're not worried that if you write it on the plant, it's not a problem. If you write it on the plant, then you're worried that you're going to detach it. That's what Rabbi says is possible. So now we get to this question. Let's say the plants are belong to Reuven, and the seeds belong to Shimon. Just an example to, to make the point here. It doesn't have to be that way. Just a, so let's say the plants belong to one, and the seeds belong to another one. So the guy who owned the planter said, listen, I got the seed in here. Why, why don't I sell you? It's, it's your seeds in here, your plant. Why don't I sell you the planter? You know, you got, you got something growing. I'll sell you the planter. See, but the planter, as we said, is, is immovable. How do you acquire movable? By lifting it or by pulling it. So it's kivin shemashach kona. As soon as you made a mashicha, you pulled it, you're kona. Mocher bal zrom But the owner of the zrom, meaning the plant itself, what is the plant? If the plant had a hole in it, you just said it's considered mechubel karka. If it's mechubel karka, how do you make a kinyan on karka? Kesef shtar chazaka, either by paying cash a shtar or showing. This chazaka means showing ownership. 
uh, building a fence around it, hoeing it, uh, doing some plowing, something like that. So he says, So now if, let's say, the, the other way around, the owner of the planter wants to buy the plant, the plant is since there's a hole in the planter. So he has to make a chazaka on the zrom, or it could have been kesef also. Let's say both the planter and the, and the plant belong to Reuven. When he sold to somebody else, now, let's go back to Kedushin. Uh, we, didn't go, we didn't get, you know, Kedushin is the next one, right? But, but we had Kedushin, remember, how do you make a key in kes, uh, of a karka kesvachachazaka? But we have a rule that the chosim she'en lemachrayis, movables, can be acquired with, with, um, uh, with, move, with something which is non-movable. How? Agav. It's called the Kenyan Agav. In other words, make Kenyan one. You remember Irving uh, uh, Moshe when he went to America? Remember there was a Shiloh, you remember, or you went to America. And you, how, how are you going to sell the Chomets? So he told you, yeah, let, buy Moshe Solo's step or something, buy a towel in his house for 10 shekels, buy a room, and Agav there, you're Kona the Kaka. How is he going to Kona the Matzah, the, the Chomets, and all that stuff, right? That's called Kenyan Agav. So here's what he told him, right? So and we're, we're remembering in, in, you know, Latova, another member of our shul, you know, who's, who's passed away. And it's, it's, it's easy to forget people. So if you made a Kenyan and the seeds, you see, why? Because the Zrom is karka, right? It's attached to the ground. It's like example, like, like if, I, if I sell you, how do you make a Kenyan, let's say, on a car or something? But if I sell you a piece of land, I can, you can acquire the car with the land, right? That's how, that's how it works. If I sell you a piece of land and a car, and you make a Kenyan on the land, you also acquire the car. That's how, that's how it can work. So here also, if, if, you, if, you, if I'm selling the seeds and the planter, if I make a Kenyan, this is the claw that we learn in Kedushin, meaning movables, can be acquired with which is like karka, listen to this, and otzitz we said, the planter is a movable. You, the way, how do you acquire movable? Either mashicha or hagba, pulling it or, or lifting it if it's light enough, right? But let's say I just showed ownership, I built a fence around it or something. That doesn't do anything when it comes to movable. So if you made a chazaka on the otzitz, you're not even going to the otzitz. Achiyachsev is wrong. The only way to acquire the otzitz is either by making a separate kinyan of the otzitz or making a chazaka showing ownership on the karka, on the zron. Then you acquire the planter agav, the, agav the, uh, the seeds. Nakvobaretz v'nafuchos. Another question. Let's say it happens, it's right on the border. It shows you knew where the border was. Let's say the hole was in Eretz Yisrael. It also brings a different seat the other way also. But let's say the hole was in Eretz Yisrael. Now it's a question of, is this Paris of Eretz Yisrael? You grew something in a planter, and there's a hole in it. So you chayv in Meiser, right? So let's say the hole's in Eretz Yisrael, and the leaves were in Chutzlarts. You go according to the hole. Right? That's where it gets some of the nourishment from. No, you go baser the leaves. Even though you think that you go according to the, to the root. So it's like this. Wait a second. Bit of Ashrish. If it took root, everybody agrees you go according to Eretz If it took root in Eretz Yisrael, everybody agrees. Bit of Ashrish, going on a little The question is where it hadn't taken root yet. In other words, you had a plant that hadn't taken any root yet. It had a hole in it, but it didn't take root. You just set it down for a second. And the leaves are in Chutz Laaretz, and the, and the uh, hole is here, but it didn't take root yet through the hole. It gets some nourishment from the leaves in Chutz Laaretz, getting Yerusha, getting Yerika from there. So there, that's Machlokas. 
Right? The machlo, you know, that's machlo to buy a But if it took if it took root already, then you certainly go according to Eretz Yisrael where it took root. Big more rashes lo pligi, and you don't. There's no machlokas even where it took even where it took root in Eretz Yisrael. You think there's no machlokas about that? Alachor, I'm going to show you that even if it took root in Eretz Yisrael, Rava will still say that it goes according to the leaves, not according to where it took root. Lachor. Time we learn shnei ganas elos gavizu. You know, so you had two gardens. Two orchards, whatever, one on top, one next to another, but they were on levels. You ever see how they grow on levels? So one is up here, right? One's a, here's a border. Here's the border between my land and your land. But mine is higher and yours is lower. Okay? So my stuff grows up there and your stuff grows over here. Terrace. Uh, terrace. Good. Then you have all of a sudden what happens if some if some something's growing out from my land, but it's over from your land, it's over my land. See, it's, it's coming out of here. here. Here's one, this is one terrace, here's the other terrace. And it's growing out of the side. So it's coming out of this guy's roots, but it's on this guy's property, so to speak. Well, so air, what do you do? Hmm? Only on his air. On his air, correct. On his air, but he owns it, because when you own property, you own it all up to the sky. Remeus says it belongs to the upper terrace. Remeus says it's Sheltachtam. So you see, there's machlokas there too, even though it took root in the other one, even when it took root something. So the Mark says there it's a question. There it's a question of ownership. There it's a question of ownership. So here's a question of ownership, and there it's a different reason. What's the The reason why the older, why the one in the upper terrace. You see, when it, what we're saying here now is that when it comes to Meiser, if it took root in Eretz Israel, you're chayiv Meiser no matter what. Whoever's chayiv. There is a different machlokas of ownership. The other guy said, the other guy said, the, the upper guy says, listen, of course it's mine. If I, t- if I want to dig it up, I can dig it up. If I can dig up all my earth and dig it all the way down to the, uh, you know, to the base when there's only uh, solid, whatever, solid rock there, I can remove it. So of course it's mine. The other guy says, my dear, it's only this offer and kind of There's no yerk. I want, I can take away all my offer and there's no, there's nothing about growing here. Um, Rabbi Yudah says the the other guy. Rabbi Yudah says, "My mirror to tachnu lemalus es ginasa offer ain't kanyarik." The other says, "Listen, if I want to, I can fill up my airspace. I can bring in some loads, some dumpsters, and bring in bring in tons of load, and I'll and I'll swallow it up." So either one, each of them has a claim, so to speak. There it's a different machlokas of it. It's not dependent on on. Um, I, so it's certainly got to be miser. It can go according to according to the inika if it if it's a group. So there it's a different machlokas. If it's mavakati bedashas lopligi, and still you say if it took, uh, I, and as you're claiming if it took root in Eretz Yisrael, you're certainly chayiv in Meiser. Machlokas is if it didn't take root, do you go according to where the hole is, or do you go according to the leaves? In other words, if the tree is growing on my property on the fence, yeah, and it leaves uh-huh. over to the other guy. That's right. Who's got the right to cut the leaves? Oh, uh, 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 okay. So that's a different question. Yes. Okay. So, so, so that's a question in common law. It's a question in common law, and it's a question in the Gemara also. I, I don't remember exactly what the law is about the, about the but it could be that the one who, if it's growing on this guy's land, he can claim it's his. He can claim it's his. But here the question is in terms of Chaim Meiser. But you're bringing, but you're giving a very good example, because that's exactly what the Gemara says now. And you think there's the no machlokas. Well, let's think Gemara's going to give this example right now. Wait a second, wait, wait a second. Wait, 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 w
the That's a different case. Okay, so it's the same case. It's not the same case. So we have Why? different. One case is the terracing because he said. Okay. Yeah, come on, must be. A so there's these are two different opinions. In the terracing, you have two different opinions. Who owns that plant sticking out of the side? It's growing in my like it's growing in my earth, and I could remove it. It says no, but if I want to, I could stop. So there's you could say that's the machlokas. Who owns the leaf? But over here, the Gemara says another problem. Still, in, in, and if it's you're saying that if it's if it took root, there's no machlokas matanya. A tree which is partially in Eretz from partially in Chutzlaretz. Tevelchum Rav Rabbi says, listen, it's all mixed up. What are you going to do in terms of Chayim Meiser? Right? The nafkmina is nafkmina is is that you can't take truma from one on, on you can't take truma from Eretz from this on some other stuff and then some other stuff in this because here you have it's partial and partial. So you have to take truma Meiser from Minei Obey. Shemuel says no. I got over here Chayim Chayim. Listen, this I got a tree that's partial here. The part that grows in Chutzlaretz is not Chayim. The part that grows in Eretz Yisrael is Chayim. Which part? Oh, so we'll see. The Chayim Chayim. I got a my love, mixes nofa barts, mixes nofa bechutzlarts. Aren't we speaking like also where part of the nof is in Eretz Yisrael, part of the uh, leaves from Chutz, of Eretz Yisrael, part in chutzlarts, and still we say, and still we say where it's where even though it took root, it, its roots are in Eretz Yisrael. Clearly, there's roots in Eretz Yisrael, and still you say that even if it took root, part of it is chayev, part of it's potter. Lachar, according to according to uh, according to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, says lo. Here we're not speaking about where it took root. If it took root in Eretz Yisrael, certainly the whole tree is chayim. Here we're talking about part of the roots in Chutzlar, it's part of the roots are in Eretz Yisrael. So you say right away, wait a minute, so what? What if the roots, but it all gets mixed up in the tree, right? Right? How does that make any sense? Obviously, so what if the roots are partially in one and partially in the other, but as it grows into the tree, it's all mixed up. So Rabbi's the Chara right, then the whole thing is mixed up, and you have to give Trumas and Meisers, on that tree. You can't mix it up with other stuff. You can't mix it up with Chutzlar, it's obviously Chutzlar, and the stuff in Eretz Yisrael is Vadechayev and the whole thing. So, so what's the reason for Shemuel? He says, the Mafsuk Summa, what happens is, is that there's a big uh, there's a big rock which goes all the way up to the trunk of the tree. In other words, there's a big rock. So if you look, if you're looking at the, uh, if you look at, at the cross section of the earth underneath there, you see roots and chutzlars and roots and chutz in Eretz The twain don't meet, and there's a big rock that's separating them. There's a rock right on the border, and they're separating them. So what's the shemaytam shemuel the mafsiksuma? My time at Rebbe, so if it's breaking what's in Rebbe says, so what if the, so that's fine for the roots, but as it grows into the tree, the stuff all gets mixed up there, the sap and everything gets mixed up there. When they grow out, when the leaves grow out, obviously it's got a combination of stuff from Chutzlaretz and Eretz Yisrael, right? So my time at Rebbe, the, the hybrid because they get mixed up, my quickie, my son, Avir Malbo, Rebbe says the Avir meaning once you're up in the air, outside of underneath the ground, it mixes it all. Shemuel says a great chiddush, he says, the way the tree is grown, with the roots in Eretz, the roots of Chutzar, roots of Eretz when it grows into the tree, they also stay separate, no which is right hard to get, hard to understand, hard to understand. In any case, they were talking about a specific case, it, just like the case of the, the the case of the terraces was just simply a question of ownership, like you said, who owns who owns the plant. So each guy has a claim, has his claim. Different sheets is who has the claim. Here's a question over the in terms of the second was already a question of Meiser, but it's not a question of it all grew in Chutz. If it all grew in Eretz Yisrael. Everybody agrees that even the leaves are in chutzlaretz, they're chayiv in, in terms of maestras. The question over here was where it grew partial and partial and the strange sheet of Shemim Uliel. Have you heard of say, Roman? Pardon?
Right, right. Yeah, so that, that's, a, that's a question of ownership. That's a question of, of that's a physical barrier that you have to get you know, rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. By the way, uh, the question that you reminded me of, he says, yes, question. You asked me yesterday about the case of the guy who gives a get to his wife and says, you can't drink the wine for 60 years or 80 years. So, saying, so the Gemara on Pei Gimel expands on that. And the Gemara says that any case which has a finite time not in her lifetime is okay. See, the problem is, is that it has to be, if he gives her a get and says, for your entire life, you may not do so and so and so and so. She's divorced from right now. But, you're not, but that, that condition binds her forever so she never has any freedom from him, as long as her life. If he, de- if he makes it dependent, even if it's 60 years or 80 years or, or his own lifetime, not a problem, or somebody else's lifetime. But, uh, but something which, which said, because he might die before her, somebody else, well, you don't know when people, and unfortunately, we don't know when people are going to die. But if it's something that says that for you, the wife, your entire lifetime, you may not go to your father's house or you may not drink wine or you may not go to the movies or whatever the thing was, then she's bound to him with that forever and that's the real problem. So it's a, your point was very good yesterday. The Gemara and Pei Gimel on the days expands on it. Over here it just tells us, you know, if it's uh, forever or if it's for 30 days. So he said, what about in between? The answer is anything in between is not a problem. The pro- and, and anything even depends on somebody else's life. If it depends, because if it's on her life, then she can never be free. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. But the only way to be sure is that if you're saying her lifetime. Her life, if it's for her whole lifetime, then she's never free. Rick's okay. uh, question about the tree yeah. is not the same issue. No, not at all. There yeah. it's a question of sukkah. No, it's a question no, of the sukkah. It's a question of sukkah. It's a question of sukkah. It's a question of if someone, if your neighbor's tree branches come out the body, I can cut them down. No, no, yeah, yeah. If, neighbor, if there's fruit... On the branches, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, so he, no that's fruit. a machlokas. I understand. He's just an no, but he, he has a question of a sukkah. If a question of a sukkah, yeah, the question of a sukkah is a question so of the kashus of the, the sukkah. Yeah, yeah, that's a different good question of who, who, the, fruit. who owns the fruit. The fruit is the machlokas of Buddha Meir, who owns the fruit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, right, right. Maybe here's a question of the sukkah. The sukkah is a kashus of the sukkah. It doesn't make a difference whose tree is overhanging. The problem is the sukkah is not to the stars. All right, we're going to say, now, Rabbi said, that you don't write a get on any kind of a document that can be forged. Whereas the Rabbanans say it's okay. And we said already, what's the Rabbanans shita? Because it's, it goes over Belezer. Rabbi So here's and the Rabbanans say that it's, that it's okay. There's three kinds of hides uh, that, that, the, that, are, that, we, that we deal with, what their kashas are for. In other words, the one, in, when we're talking about a... Um, we're talking about a... Uh, a, a writing a... Uh, like a uh, stam, say for Torah Mezuzas, that has to be written on cloth. Cloth is not considered hide. Obviously, it was once hide, but once it was worked out, once it was processed, it's no longer considered. It's called cloth. It's called parchment, not parchment, right? But things that are not as processed as parchment, they are hides, and there's different kinds. Look, the three kinds. Matzah, chipah, v'diftra. Now, those are the names of them. Matzah, and Diftra. What are Diftra is the one mentioned in the Mishnah that our blessed Rebbe Yudim says that you can't write on it because it's forgeable. So, Matzah, Kamashmo. Matzah is like, it's just like it sounds like Matzah. Dlomech, there's no salt. Lokamech, it's not floured. You didn't work in a fluff. It wasn't used to go on. It wasn't processed at all. It was simple, very simple, very rough. The Mayochasa, what is it good for? So, what do you, what, what, what can sit? In other words, Mayna So, it's not, so it's a piece of rough hide. In other words, the question is, what's the shear for carrying it out on Shabbos? What's considered a piece of In those days, they used to carry around weights. 
You know, and they used balance scales. They didn't have electronic scales like we have today or whatever, so everything was balance scales. So the weights were very important. You know, you had to weigh something, so then they were made out of lead. Lead deteriorates over time, so it's very common that they would wrap them up, you know, wrap them up in a piece of uh, leather. So he says that's what it was used for. This rough was good for that. So it was kamshir, could it come enough, enough to wrap up a small weight, a mishkal, which was, which was a common thing in those days. That's the shear which is considered chashuv, kangan on Shabbos. How much is that? Come on, come on, some some amount. It's a, it's a, either a linear measure or a weight measure of a pumpadisa, a quarter of a quarter of this thing in pumpadisa. Chipa, the second kind of height. The malich, it's been salted. But look, it hasn't been treated with flour, love, it's not without golden juice. That's a higher madrig, and it's a little bit more processed. Ma'achzulot sashabs also for kerem shabbos for kamishur kedetan or kedelasos kamia enough to make a kamia. Interesting. Rashi says over here, but it's all lasos kamia. Is it enough to make the kamia? Meaning the, the the kamia was made out of leather, or it's to cover. It's Rashi, it's mashma that chipa metukin says v'roi lechapos to cover the kamia. How what were the kamias made of? To make kamia was usually something was written or it was some charm, and they covered it up. So it's mashma Rashi, not to make the kamia, but to cover it up. Difter, which is one mentioned on Mishnah, the malich means this was doubled. Two processes were done: salted and floured. Flour is F L O U R, right? Floured, but it wasn't. It wasn't treated with gall. Not juice. Let's start also. How much is is in Kenyan Shabbos? Kamishur could they lift of us again? Enough to write again because as we said in our Mishnah, Kuntrabani could write again in it. So this diftra is like parchment, but it's not quite as good as cloth, and therefore you can't write uh, mezuzah on it, but you could write again on it, like we saw in our Mishnah according to Rabbanan. Why do the Chum Machshir and even the Rabbi say says it's forgeable? What's the concern if it's forgeable? That there was some condition written in there. Give me a million dollars. Right, and then see the case of give me a million dollars and then I'll divorce you. Then he had to give the million dollars first. These other tnum that we talk about, you know, you're divorced, but tonight that you don't go to your, uh, you know, your mother for the rest of your life, right? So she's divorced from right now. She's divorced, but if she ever goes to her mother, uh oh, the divorce is retroactively didn't take place, but it really it was from right now. So here, but the question is, when oh, here our question is, if it's for maybe there was a condition written in there and she erased it. And now she says, look, I'm divorced. So, so, so what's it? The Chamsay not worried about it. Man Chacham, who the Chacham? Amar Lezer, Amar Abelazer. So Rabelazer, this is Amar Rabelazer. He's describing Rabelazer. It's the same Rabelazer, not the same. Rashi explains on Lamanaf Beis, the Amora in the Gemara is Rabelazer ben Pedos. The one in the Mishnah, Rabelazer in the Mishnah, is Rabelazer ben Shamua, the one in the Mishnah, the Brisa. So Rabelazer ben Pedos he says, Aman Kham Amra Blazar, Rablazar and Pedas is explaining with Blazar Ben Shemua, it goes with Blazar and Masirakati. In other words, what counts is the Adam who give it over, not the Adam signed on that. They only sign it Rabbanan as Xera, but they didn't sign it over. So the ones who read as we saw before, they have to read it. They have to read it. So then they'll know if there's a condition. Now another thing Rablazar said, Loikshur Rablazar El Alal, do you know why? If he comes, she comes with the get right away. It's written on Difter. Hey, it's forgeable. But she came right away. And when you come with the Aiden Messira, Rashi explains to the Aiden Messira have to testify that it was given in front of us. When she comes, she says, "Listen, oh, you got this get. How do we know you got the get? Here are the Aiden, John and Jim. Come over here, John and Jim. Jewish Johns and Jims. Um, 
you, we, we saw it, we were just there, and we read it, it's all okay. So he says, yeah, that's only good if it's right away. Because if there's a condition, the guy read it, he would have remembered. But if he, let's say she comes with it 10 days later, maybe there was a condition, and she forged it, she, she erased it, and they forgot about it. They don't remember from 10 days ago. That's what he says. And Rashi explains over here, that was the custom to do. In other words, it was normal. You get a get, just as we talked about, Eli, you said about you tearing it up right away. Even then, it was common for them to come to get the get. She brings it to the court right away to prove, because the Adam are here now. These Adam Asira, maybe they're gone tomorrow, right? Maybe they, they died, or they left town, or whatever. So she comes to court, and says, look, I'm divorced. Yes, they verify the divorce. And then you don't need to get anymore. Because then once it's in Besden, it's like it's stamped, or there's a call, they know about it. Once it's in court, she was divorced, we say, yes, you are free to marry. So Rabbi Yochanan says, No, even if the ten come ten brings the get ten days later, it's also okay. You're not worried about it. If there would have been a condition in there, they would have remembered it. In other words, you assume because the Adam would remember such a such a thing. Assume goes like Rabbi Yochanan. Again, we pass like Rabbi Lazar and we pass like Rabbi Yochanan. Vom Rabbi Lazar. Another thing that Rabbi Lazar ben Pidas said about Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua. Loach Rabbi Lazar elu begitten. Rabbi Lazar says that it's that it's kosher this way with this diftera is only by gitten, like we say, you know, mishumiguna kilabrabonim. Avashashtos lo dechsev venechta venechta mekli cheres, and it'll be signed on a earthenware vessel. Manyamdu yamrab. In other words, a star has to be able to stand for a long time, and here. We don't know if it's going to last a long time because uh, the different written on Freddie could be forged and, uh, you know, after years, who's going to remember? Even Mishtaris, it's also okay. It doesn't mean it's Ivax of Manyam, it's good. The idea is write something down, write things down. It's a good, it's a good advice, right? We know in general, whether it's medicine or documents, whatever, it's always good to write it down so you'll remember about it. Now, I would tell you today, scan it and put it into the computer because you shouldn't have to remember where the paper is, right? But, but it's a good idea to write things down, right? That's a good idea, but it doesn't have to be that way. So when it comes out, we're saying now, that Amishah says that it's okay if it's different, it only goes like a blessing because you go by the Adam. However, Rashi explains, so what's wrong? And what if it's the Adam Hasima? What if it goes like Rameir? Because according to Meir, you're going to you don't have to bring Adam Hasima at all. See, but according to Meir, the holds, that Adam Hasima Karte, so you go by the Adam that's written on there. When she brings her get to the court, she doesn't have to bring anybody with her, as long as there are Adam who recognize Jim and John's signatures, that's okay. So, Mamela, if, if she if she forged something in the, in the condition on the get, nobody's going to know about it because she just brings a piece of paper. And, and how do you verify it? Either the, the signatures or they don't need the signatures as long as you have somebody else who can verify those signatures. So And, and therefore, nobody was there. Nobody, nobody read the get. They, they read the get, but we don't. We all we count. All we all we have to concern about now is when she comes with the get and she wants to say I'm divorced and want to verify it. All you look at is the item. Okay, Jim and John are signed. Anybody recognize Jim and John's signatures? Yeah, we recognize, and that's all you need. So now you have to be concerned. Yeah, maybe she forged something in the in the uh, in the star in 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 the uh, up above. Understand? But she has the thing written there, so you have to be worried about it. Then, if then can't be on can't be on erasable document. But according to Blessed, it could be a erasable document. Why? Because when she has a get, the only way to confirm that get is she brings the get. And says, you know, who says you, who says your husband gave you the get? Maybe you found it on the floor. You found it in his drawer. How do we know the whole thing? We have to bring the Adam who saw it. They ate him a sought. No, if there was that they have to read it and they would have known if there was a if there was a condition in there. Hakal Cherry lift of us again. Everybody's kosher to write again. I feel a shot of a cotton. Now you might say, right, how can a hair shot of a cotton write again? It has to be Lishma. What do they know, right? That's number one. Aisha Kasevis, a second halacha. A woman can write her own get, even though we learned on Shabbos that the man has to give the get. She can't write the get and then say, uh, oh here, give here, just give it back to me. And he goes to get each goes, and he could write the receipt, meaning 
Who's supposed to give him the receipt when he pays her the $200? She does. But he can write the receipt and then give it to her. Shein ki megela b'chosm, who counts as the chosm. So according to Parshim Shad over here, as we'll see, the last part, shein ki megela b'chosm, means the ones who signed it, the ones who signed it, and they know at that time what took place, that she means she could write the get, then give it to him. Like you give somebody a lulav to be owed, say it has to be his. And then he can give it to her and the, the reverse with the receipt. So he says right away, how can a cheshot of God write a get for They don't know anything. They're, they're not intelligent. Um, Rafuna, so Rafuna learns, Rafuna learns that the Mishnah goes like Rabbelezer, who holds Eid Masirakarti. And if you hold Eid Masirakarti, the get has to be written Lishma. You remember, according to Rameyer, who holds Eid Hasimakarti, what's Lishma? What has to be Lishma? The Eidim have signed it to be Lishma, not the writing. You can even find it in the garbage, as we'll see tomorrow. Find the get, the same name is right, the names, the dates, everything is right. Maybe the guy was just practicing. Pick it out of the garbage, as long as the Eidim sign on it, it's okay. Lishma, that's good enough. But he's like, Mishnah goes like a blesser, who holds eight, listen, who holds that they, that, they, that has to be written Lishma. So therefore, if it has to be written Lishma, how does it help with the Cherishot of Cut and how can they write again? For who shall you go to Lamanagamav? There's a Godel standing there telling them. Well, if does it, it help? He's not writing Lishma. No, he's writing Lishma. He's, it's written Lishma because the Godel told him to write it Lishma. So the listen. Doing the Lishma. No, okay, no, but he's telling him when he's the, 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 the child or the imbecile is, is, is following the instructions of the Godel. That's good enough. It doesn't say that it has to be written by God Lishma. That's the case. If a guy, then a guy should be able to write it also. cannot write again. So the answer of He doesn't listen to this. You see, a child, if a husband, if, a, if, a, if an adult tells him you're writing it for you, he says, okay, okay, whatever you say, you know. He goes, but a, 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 a guy is going to do it for his own for his own knowledge. This is all Rafuna who learns that the Mishnah goes according to Rabbi Lezer. and therefore Sheinkim Aigel B'Chosim is only going on the second part of the Mishnah that you can reverse it because Chosim sounds like Rabbi Meir. Rav Nachman disagreed with Rav Nachman. He says, no, not me. Since we'll see later on that a guy cannot bring, the next Mishra, a guy cannot bring a get, that he could write a get. So if he could write a get, how can you write a get? He can't be Lishma. I have a time to come puzzle. The answer is, I hear Rav Lezer, that made him a Sirikarti. And as when we say, Rav Nachman is puzzle to write a get. That's who that goes to Gablezer who holds it. It has to be Lishma. Oh, how can a Cheshat the Kadan? The Cheshat the they listen to a Gadol standing next to him. So therefore, he'll say, he says no, that when our mission says, I call Chain Lichtov Skadaf Cheshat the Kadan, it could even be a guy also. Right? I mean, why? Because a guy can't, we see later on, a guy can't bring it against Mashmah, a guy could write to get. How could a guy write to get? Uh, a guy is, is possible. The answer is, we go like Rameyer. The healer, Rav Nachman says that the mission goes like Rameyer, who says, makes no difference who wrote the get. It could have been stamped. We don't care. All that counts is that it's, it's, it's the right names, and it was, and it was signed with Shema. And therefore, he learns the Mishnah. is going on the whole mission, not just on the second part about who writes it and verses it. Even on the culture, why? Because all the counts is the signing. We don't care who wrote it. You don't need a Gadolon Magabah. A Cherishet of Akat and a Goy, we don't care. It doesn't have to be written Lishma at all. The whole get doesn't have to be Lishma. It only has to be signed Lishma. So that's the Shal is our Mishnah like Rameyer or like the Rabbon on these shit. Rafuna learns that Mishnah goes like a Belezer and Rav Nachman says the Mishnah goes like Rameyer. We'll pick him here tomorrow. It's a Shem. Michael, we missed at the beginning. At the beginning we mentioned that um, the thing you brought up yesterday about right, the planter, is it, is it yeah. whole or not? Because it doesn't make any difference. It's according to one sheet in Tosfus that you can't have any process between the writing and the sign and the giving. 
right? We can't write on it. But, but, but there's a first sheet that he brings down, not the Rebbein Tam, brings another sheet in Tosfas, that the problem is only when you're changing it from its original status, and it's the way it grew, like a tree or a para, you change it. But let's say I had a large piece of paper, right? Let's or, right. So then, so so let's say I had a large piece of paper, right? Large piece of paper. And I wrote it, and I want to just—I don't need the whole paper. I'll just cut it off the bottom and give it to her. So he says that wouldn't be a problem. That wouldn't be a problem. So then you can make an afkamina, whether it's not good or not good. You understand? Then you could just you could take off the Right, 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 right. And if it's Eino Nakuv, then we don't care if you cut it down. And he says, it's Dafka Nakuv. That's the problem. You understand? It's the problem because that's like Mechubra and it's natural. You understand? So, so, but Rabbi Tom says no. It makes no difference. You can't have any process between the writing and the giving.